Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. August 8th, 1974. Richard Nixon announces his resignation. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. History, a Dutch scholar once observed, is an argument without end, and the arguments about Richard Nixon surely prove the truth of that insight. Among the most complicated of American figures, Nixon did much ill and much good, and this date, August 8th, represents an intriguing case study in the durability of democracy. On the one hand, Nixon's crimes in the Watergate scandal Chiefly, but not solely, his attempt to use the CIA to block the FBI's investigation of the break-in at Democratic National Headquarters mark a low point in the history of the American presidency. In another light, a light that shines ever more intensely given events of recent years, the speech that Nixon delivered to the nation beginning at 9.01 on the evening of Thursday, August 8, 1974, is an occasion to reflect on the virtues of the American body politic. Seated at his desk in the Oval Office, Nixon said this, In all the decisions I have made in my public life, I have always tried to do what was best for the nation. Throughout the long and difficult period of Watergate, I have felt it was my duty to persevere, to make every possible effort to complete the term of office to which you elected me. In the past few days, however, It has become evident to me that I no longer have a strong enough political base in the Congress to justify continuing that effort. I would have preferred to carry through to the finish whatever the personal agony it would have involved, and my family unanimously urged me to do so. But the interest of the nation must always come before any personal considerations. I have never been a quitter. To leave office before my term is completed is abhorrent to every instinct in my body. But as president, I must put the interest of America first. America needs a full-time president and a full-time Congress, particularly at this time with problems we face at home and abroad. Therefore, I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. Vice President Ford will be sworn in as president at that hour in this office. The address came after Republican leaders, including Barry Goldwater of Arizona, had called on President Nixon to tell him that there would not be sufficient GOP support to win a conviction trial in the Senate after impeachment in the House. There are two points to bear in mind here. The first is that all of this unfolded in the early 1970s, in the years before right-wing talk radio, before the internet, and before partisan cable outlets. Watergate took place in an age where the news media was largely devoted to creating a common set of facts, not to cater to pre-existing ideological cohorts. 
Would Nixon have been forced from office in our current climate? I doubt it. The second is more personal and says something about Richard Nixon. Whatever else one may say of him, and much has been said and will be said, he self-evidently accepted the controlling authority of the Constitution in the last instance. There were lies in Nixon's White House, but no big lie. He accepted reality, both political and constitutional. He said this, For more than a quarter of a century in public life, I have shared in the turbulent history of this era. Sometimes I have succeeded, and sometimes I have failed. But always I have taken heart from what Theodore Roosevelt once said about the man in the arena, quote, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes short again and again, because there is not effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deed, who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumphs of high achievements, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. To fail but to accept the price of failure is a threshold requirement for democratic governance under the rule of law. And in the end, the very end, Richard Nixon was willing to pay that price. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge and Chris Basil. Production assistance and operations by Andy Jaskowitz, Adam Macias, and Kelly Rafferty. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. Be kind to your mind with guided meditations from the Meditation for Women podcast. Your mental health benefits from sleeping better, releasing anxiety, and gaining clarity, all of which are benefits of meditation. And since this is Mental Health Awareness Month, give yourself the gift of meditations. All you have to do is press play and close your eyes. Listen to Meditation for Women on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 